Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Yeah, 
at the hater, I see him all the time. And even when I leave him, can't get him off my mind. I keep him Cause it's a Rebbe's life. The times that he's successful, the times I watch him fail. The learning and the struggle, the nachas and the pain. I keep him Cause it's a Rebbe's life. I've tried rewards and prizes, and the wisest of advisors just to find out what he needs. For Yankee and Gittel, let me say one more capital. Gonna pray that he'll succeed. Cause it's a Rebbe's life. We understand. We've got the future of the world in our hands. It all behind, but Yankele in Cheder will sometimes cross my mind. I, Kiem Chayenu, I, Kavitza Rebbe's life. Then I attend the dinner, I meet the honoree, I say, You look familiar, and Yankel says, It's me. I, Kiem Chayenu, I, Kavitza Rebbe's life. My Yankel's dedicated to assisting kids in Cheder for whom learning's really tough. He says, Rebbe, I can guide him, cause I see the good inside him. And it's all because you love. Cause it's Rebbe's life. We understand. We've got the future of the world in our hands.
אני הולך אלייך כל ימייך. אני הולך אלייך מסונבר. האבנים מוצאות את כפותייך, אבל אני איני מרגיש דבר. אני חוזר מארץ לא זרועה, מושיט ידי. לקטוף את שערך, הנני כאן, אך כמו יונה פצועה, אני נופל תמיד מול שערך. הנני כאן, כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן, מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן, כמו אבן בגדר. כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר, חוזר. אני חוזר מאלף גלגולים, אני נזיר בן מלך וקבצן, ובלילות לבכות השועלים, אני חולם וארבח בו בזמן. אני רואה אותך הרחוקה, כמו נסיכה שבויה במגדלים. בין סורגים יושבת ומחכה, האלוקים. האלוקים גדולים, הנני כאן כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן כמו אבן בגדר, כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר חוזר. ואת הלכת כמו האבנים, וכמו הבור להלך במדבר, זריחות רכות נשקו אותך פנים, שקיעות כבדות נשקו אותך צוואר. אז ראיתיך יושבת ומצפה לקחתיך איתי אל החופה, את היחפה עם כתר של זהב. הנני כאן כמו ציפורים חגות, הנני כאן מביט מן הגגות, הנני כאן כמו אבן בגדר, כמו סלע, כמו באר. אני האיש אשר תמיד חוזר, חוזר. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. It's a Monday. 
Yoel Sharabi, what a song. What a song. Hineni Khan. Oh, what a song. Yeah, even I uh, start to miss Israel, even though I was there recently, thank God. Hineni Khan. Here I am. Uh, Yoel Sharabi at JM in the AM. Benny Friedman, it's uh, Rebbe's Life. That's a song introduced to me last week by Film Guy. Thank you, Film Guy. Benny Friedman with It's a Rebbe's Life. Kol Aderech, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Effie Greens, Birchas Abanim. Zek Katan, that's Yaakov Shweki. Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song from Mayor Sherman. And the Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this July, the 26th of 2021. Mazal Tov and happy birthday to those who are celebrating a birthday today. 17th day in the month of Menachem Av, the year 5781. Tufshin Pei Aleph, 75 degrees, 86% humidity. Windsor West at 4 miles per hour. Partly cloudy with a high of 92. Wow. I didn't realize it would be that hot today. Uh, then tonight, clear skies, low 74. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high 92 degrees. Boy, oh boy. Right now, we've got uh, 85 in Yerushalayim, 60 up in Guilford, New York. I didn't get a report as to who won Zimriah last night, so that usually <laughs> that usually does not bode well for boys' campus. Um, but it is 60 degrees up in Guilford where our uh, friends at Camp Missora are waking up after what no doubt was a very, very, uh, how do I put this, inspiring Zimria event last night up in camp. Yeah, I haven't seen a word, so that's usually, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> At least for boys' campus. Uh, but we'll find out. We'll get the official word at some point. JM in the AM. How you doing, everybody? Thanks to, uh, let's see, Mark Zamek, um, Avrami Finkelstein, Matis Weingast, everybody who had a role in our great weekend programming. Wonderful to speak to you here on a Monday morning broadcast as we start a brand new week here at uh, JM in the AM. Ashley Blaker is scheduled to join us from the UK coming up. Yeah, he'll be with us today. He's got a brand new radio series, a brand new radio production that's going on in the United Kingdom. And we will speak with him about that coming up. Um, there are some topics that are dominating the uh, Jewish scene right now. Uh, including the uh, Netflix series, including Ben and Jerry's a lot going on out there we'll see which ones we will address and which ones we will continue to ignore yeah the ice cream one we really haven't ignored i was just so thrilled with the way people um completely responded with tremendous strength and enthusiasm to that whole thing uh anyway we will uh we will continue to keep our eye on all the uh, events that are going on in this interesting world of ours and uh, decide what to address and what not to address here at JM in the AM. Jackie Mason passed away on the Shabbos. Yaakov Moshe HaKohen. 
uh, Jackie Meza. Um, the fourth and last son in a family of six children of strict Orthodox Jews. That's how. That's how the uh, Wikipedia page describes him. Long line of rabbis. He was born in Wisconsin. His father and mother were born in Minsk. Uh, a Jewish refugee organization helped his father find a position in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, where they needed a rabbi. At five years old, he, uh, he and his family moved to the Lower East Side of Manhattan. He grew up on Henry Street, Rutgers Street, Norfolk Street. It was funny because there used to be here on, here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, there was a man who, um, there was a man who, um, knew Jackie Mason very, very well. You know, regular guy, but obviously grew up with him. And there was an episode that happened. Um, I could go into detail, but it's not that important. There was an episode that happened that, in the end, Jackie Mason was not happy with me. Basically, I was emceeing an event, and uh, the event ran out of time. And uh, when I, and you know, no fault of mine or anybody, there was just no time left. And when I introduced him, he basically got up, spoke for about, 30 seconds and and left the stage pretty angry and from that point on this man on the lower east side always said to me how angry jackie mason is with me and i was like i'm completely innocent in this whole thing but anyway so he grew up here so he can get a yeshiva education worked at a bus boy up in the catskills um (laughs) he says 20 minutes at the pearl lake hotel i broke all the dishes they made me a lifeguard but i can't swim i told the owner the owner said, don't tell the guests. <laughs> uh, graduated from Silly Co- City College, became a cantor. It says here he actually received smicha and was ordained as a rabbi. I don't know. Maybe. I really don't know. Uh, he led congregations in North Carolina and Latrobe, Pennsylvania. He said that in synagogue, I started telling more and more jokes, and after a while, a lot of Gentiles would come to the congregation just to hear the sermons. Three years later, after his father died, he resigned as rabbi to become a comedian because he said somebody in the family had to make a living. He wrote most of his own material. Um, and as you know, he was... Uh, Quite a success. Comedian at the Fieldston Hotel in Swan Lake in the summer of 1955. Um, He adopted his stage name after appearing on the Barry Gray radio show, performed at New York City nightclubs. He was earning as much as $10,000 a week. And on the Steve Allen Show, his first national TV appearance in 1962 in The Tonight Show, as well as the Perry Como Show, Dean Marjo, Gary Moore Show. Wow. Made several appearances on The Ed Sullivan Show, claimed to have been on the episode which featured the debut of The Beatles, although research has not bared this fact out. Um, 1962, his first record, a bestseller, I'm the greatest comedian in the world, only nobody knows it yet. And then, of course, the famous episode in 1964 where Ed Sullivan thought that uh, that Mason had gestured inappropriately to him. Um, 
during his uh, stand-up routine. Mason filed a libel suit on the grounds that Sullivan had defamed him at New York Supreme Court. The court dismissed most of the complaint, but Mason and Sullivan appealed to the New York Supreme Court Appellate Division in June 66. Mason was nevertheless banned from the show for a period of time. Sullivan asserted that Mason was unpredictable and could not be trusted. Um... He was given a single comeback appearance on Sullivan's show two years later. Sullivan publicly apologized. The damage was done. At that time, Mason opened his monologue by saying, it's a great thrill and a fantastic opportunity to see me in person again. He later appeared on the show five times, and uh, he later said it took 20 years to overcome what happened in one minute. Wow. Made his Broadway debut in a teaspoon every four hours. Held the Broadway record of 97 previews. And closed after its official opening performance. Uh, appeared in a bunch of films, including History of the World, The Jerk, and others. All right, he was in Caddyshack too, right? Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you. And then all the uh, Simpsons references, his political views, registered Republican, admirer of right Mayor Kahana, etc., etc., etc. Controversy with Mayor Dinkins. And there you have it. Anyway, um... Oh, and I didn't know he had a daughter. Sheba Mason, born in 1985, is the daughter of Jackie Mason. She's also a comedian. He died at Mount Sinai Hospital on Shabbos. And um, obviously many, many people have been reacting to his passing. So there you have it. Jackie Mason is gone, but certainly left his mark on this world. We'll have quite a legacy. Yaakov Moshe HaKohen Meza. Uh, that is how he will be remembered in our tradition. Uh, Jonathan Schoenfeld is next, brand new. You're listening to JM in the AM.
right over left I never believed Until one day the tide went my way And I felt all your love washing over me Like the rise of the sun on a clear day I believe So take a look at me I'm feeling so alive I'm taking off on this major rocket ride Singing in a song Your hand is clear to see Be'emuna shelema Anima ami Oh, anima ami With every breath I'm not standing alone Through these waters I'll just follow your light Down any path Oh, forever I'm your steadfast soldier This major rocket ride I gotta sing it in a soul Your hand is clear to see Taking off on this major rocket ride Just singing in a song Your hand is clear to see Be'emuna shelema anima ami Take a look at me I'm feeling so alive I'm taking off on this major rocket ride And I never felt this strong The world is here for me Be'emuna shelema Na 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 na
Sham in the AM Su'umarom, done by uh, Lenny Solomon. Words from this past Shabbos' uh, Haftorah for Shabbos Nachamu. I hope your Nachamu was a uh, was a wonderful experience, your Shabbos Nachamu. A, um, a lot of people were telling me about their... Uh, <laughs> about the confusion that I <laughs> that I'm completely responsible for and I do take complete responsibility for last Monday we played the um it, it must have gone back like 10 years the show that we did last Monday uh stories of Shlomo Kalbach for the 10th of Av we actually replayed you know a show from years ago and there were two confusions number one was um that I was going up to Camp Masora because I guess we were going up that week, and the second confusion was I was going, I was going to the Catskills for Nachamu. Then I then I showed up Shabbos here, and uh, all of a sudden people were a little bit surprised. Anyway, yeah, that was an encore presentation that we did while I was traveling to the Yom NCSY and then NCSY Kolel shows. Meanwhile, I hope your Shabbos Nachamu was a good one, and that the weekend was fine and dandy. Hope you had a chance to grill up some delicious A and H hot dogs. Over the weekend, I would certainly hope so. It's a uh, it's a big grilling weekend, Nachamuz, I say, and our friends at A&H, thank God, are always there with everything you need to uh, make a delicious barbecue, a delicious grilling experience. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. We're talking about grilling experiences. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. What's going to happen in Israel in terms of reopening? I don't know. We seem to be going in the opposite direction. seems every government official is talking about how COVID's going in the opposite direction of where they'd like it to go right now. We'll see what happens. Galaytal in the background. Galaytal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Monday is next. We say Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. בליצן מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, באולפן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. העיתונאי רוני דניאל הלך לעולמו מדום לב בגיל 73, מדווח פרשננו הצבאי אמיר בר שלום. רוני דניאל, הפרשן הצבאי הוותיק של חדשות 12, הצטרף לחברה מיום הקמתה. דניאל נולד בעיראק ועלה לארץ בגיל שלוש, הוא התחנך בקיבוץ גבעת חיים, בצה"ל שרת כלוחם בנחל, והגיע עד לתפקיד מפקד גדוד מילואים. הוא החל את דרכו העיתונאית ב-1971 בכל ישראל, וב-1993 הצטרף לחברת החדשות של ערוץ 2. הוא נחשב לאיש ישיר מאוד, שלא אחת הגן על צה"ל כשהיה במוקד הביקורת הציבורית. דניאל נפטר הבוקר מדום לב בביתו, ראש הממשלה בנט ספד לרוני דניאל ואמר רוני שלב עיתונאות עם פטריוטיות וציונות רוני לא היה רק פרשן צבאי הוא היה קולה של תקופה אחרת של ארץ ישראל הטובה של אהבת המדינה ושמירה על ביטחונה ושל הקיבוץ והעיר גם יחד שר הביטחון גנץ מסר לפני שבועיים פגשתי את רוני הוא לא פתח בשיחה על ביטחון המדינה הוא סיפר לי בעצב שהוא דואג למדינה הוא לחם במלחמת ששת הימים ויום הכיפורים והגיע לכל מקום בו היו חיילים, סיקר את ביטחון ישראל גם בשגרה וגם בחירום. בעשרות שנים של עבודה ידע רוני להיות קודם כל בן אדם, יהי זכרו ברוך. 
קצבת השלמת ההכנסה לגמלאים תעלה במאות שקלים בחודש. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ניתאי הנבי. הביטוח הלאומי משלם תוספת השלמת הכנסה למקבלי קצבת זקנה שאין להם הכנסות מלבדה כדי להבטיח קיום מינימלי. שר האוצר ליברמן הודיע שמינואר הקצבה תהיה 70% משכר המינימום, ליחיד היא תעלה מ-3,237 שקלים בחודש ל-3,710 שקלים, לזוג מ-5,117 שקלים ל-5,865 שקלים בחודש. הקצבה גדלה בהתאם לגיל האזרח הוותיק. בבית המשפט המחוזי בנצרת נינה לדיון בבקשתו של רומן זדורוב להשתחרר לביתו במהלך ניהול המשפט החוזר בעניינו ללא הכרעה. כתבנו בצפון הדר גיציס מעדכן שההחלטה בעניין תתקבל ביום שלישי הבא. נער בן 16 מצפון תל אביב נעצר הבוקר בחשד שניהל מערך הימורים וגביית כספים בהיקפים של עשרות אלפי שקלים. מדווח כתבנו בתל אביב בנצר. הנער נעצר הבוקר והוא חשוד שהפעיל רשת הימורים של משחקי קלפים בה השתתפו עשרות קטינים בדירות בצפון העיר. על פי הערכות, היקפי ההימורים הגיעו לאלפי שקלים לכל נער וגובי חובות הופעלו נגד מי שלא עמד בתשלומים. הנער החשוד, תושב צפון תל אביב, מגיע ממשפחה מוכרת למשטרה וצפוי להגיע מחר בפני שופט בבקשה להאריך את מעצרו. מעקב גלי צה"ל, שבעה הרוגים וחידשה מאות וחמישים פצועים בתאונות דרכים בשבוע שחלף, מדווח כתבנו לענייני תחבורה מתן לוי. בשבוע החולף נהרגו שבעה בני אדם ו-946 נפצעו, בהם 13 באורח קשה, 54 בינוני והיתר קל. כך עולה מנתוני הרשות הלאומית לבטיחות בדרכים ומגן דוד אדום, המגיעים במסגרת מעקב תוכניתנו יומן הצהריים. מתחילת השנה נהרגו 205 בני אדם בתאונות דרכים. מזג האוויר, טמפרטורות רגילות לעונה, בהמשך השבוע הכבדה בעומסי החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
מדוע אתם שותקים? מדוע אתם שותקים, רבותיי? מה אתם מחכים? Yeah. 
J.M. in the A.M. Menachem Herman and Company, Sweet Home Jerusalem. Oh, that's one way of referring to Jerusalem as the amazing sweet home of the Jewish people. Monday morning, J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. July the 26th, the 17th of Menachem Av. Hope you're doing well. Hope your Nachamu was great. Special salute to our friends at A&H. I can only imagine how many A&H hot dogs were grilled up yesterday. <laughs> on a Nachamu weekend. Shlomo Kalbach before that with Voa Ovdim, 12 minutes after the hour, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 92. Whoa, 92 today and tomorrow. Yushalayim right now is at 85 up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Misora, where I'd have to assume Girls Campus won Zimria. Um, I'd have to assume that, otherwise I would probably would have been informed about what was going on <laughs> up there in camp. So I'm going to have to assume that they won. Um, <laughs> but I am putting into the uh, Sequel family group the official question of who won. See if I get an answer soon enough. Uh, anyway, up in Guilford, New York, our friends at Camp Missouri are at 60 degrees. We're at 75 here in New York City. As we say good morning here at uh, JM in the AM. Hard to believe that uh, Tisha Bub was only a week ago, I'll tell you. In some ways, it's hard to believe it was only a week ago. In some ways, it's hard to believe that it's already a week, frankly. Uh, a reminder that we have um, encouraged everybody who's looking for a job to get us their resume. Uh, if you have a resume, if you're looking for a job, send it to resume at nahomsegal.com, resume at nahomsegal.com. And uh, one of the reasons that um, we're encouraging people now is because we've been made aware of a lot of positions that are available in schools, teaching positions and other positions in schools, and obviously they would like to fill those uh, now in July and August. So if you have any experience in those areas, certainly let us know about it. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Anything in the professional Jewish not-for-profit realm, we will send on to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. And like I said, anything else we will deal with and try our hardest uh, to match people up with an appropriate uh, employer. That's how it works, and uh, we'll do our best to um, to do that to get people uh, to get people work, which is of course uh, one of the greatest things you could do. And now it's coming up to Chodesh Elul. We are going. We are making an even stronger effort to uh, to get people what they need, and uh, jobs is certainly something that falls into that category. So again, it's resume at NahumSiegel.com, and I thank you. Eight-time Katz, he's next. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, 
Monday morning edition of JM and the AM. <laughs>
pretty amazing, huh? Eight-time Cats live. Takes me back to one week ago tonight when Eight-time Cats and Slow Mo Cats were together at Yo Mencius-Y. Pretty amazing. Monday morning, JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Mazel tov to Avi Steyer and Sarah Slepoy. They got married last night thanks to a listener, David, who's uh, complimenting me on the app for last night's performance. Much appreciated. Now, I know the Slepoy family for a long, 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 long time, and it was amazing reuniting with uh, some of them last night. And then I realized that I know a lot of friends of the Slepoy and Steyer families uh, last night. It was one of those weddings, and i got to thank Aaron Teitelbaum for including me, because it was one of those weddings where I was able to relive a lot of memories with a lot of great people who came over uh, to say hi and to talk about the show and the network and uh, just in general about everything that's going on. So a big, big, big thank you and a big mazel tov to the uh, Steyer and Slepoy families for including me last evening. And it was really a Shabbos Nachamu weekend, Tuba'a vibe. It was really nice. The whole thing was beautiful in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And to the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra and um, Shimmy and Yaakov and uh, Shmuley Unger and the Yisrael Lamb and Ellie Cohen. And now the list just goes on and on and on. There were about 30 musicians there last night. It was amazing. Anyway, big, big Eshikach and a big, big Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Mazel Tov, Avi and Sarah from all of us here at JM and the AM. It was really a big celebration. By the way, the month of Elul, and I keep alluding to Elul, and we are going to be doing a a pretty serious Chesed campaign. I don't know if it'll be the same type of campaign that we did back in Nissan, which was so effective, so amazing, and so beautiful. I, I still can't get over I really can't get over what what happened here uh, during Nissan. It was such an unbelievable and incredible. Um, the, the whole thing was just amazing the way the way it went down. It was so beautiful. Um, so many people were helped. So many people were were saved financially. No joke. Anyway, so we've announced that Rosh Chodesh Elo, which I think is the ninth of. Uh, of August, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be uh, doing a few things. Uh, number one, we are certainly doing a campaign with Arme or Bracha. We're going to help them. Fee- no, this is not a, an official campaign. They are not. This is not. This is not anything that they are investing in. We are lending our airtime to it, contributing our airtime to it. Um, we just ha- want to help them feed. Uh, poor people in Yerushalayim and Israel who are in need before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. So we'll be kicking that off on the 9th of August. In fact, Ruvain Brick, our wonderful listener, has already insisted that he be the first donor, and we have him down as the first. We'll let him know when that whole thing goes live. Um, so that's the first thing. Uh, then we're going to be doing our own campaign to remind everybody why it's important to support this cause, why it's important to keep us going on the air. And one of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to be offering... Uh, on fjbunity.org, a daily sponsorship of our Elul chauffeur blowing. We're going to start blowing chauffeur here um, on the second day of Rosh Chodesh. And um, one of the things we're going to be doing, one of the things we're going to be doing is is offering as we 
ask people to support FJB, and you know, I mean, you've seen it on the uh, you've seen it on the site on fjbunity.org. There are different things you could sponsor: or by Uden, or by Goldwasser, Modaani, uh, the show. Right, you could sponsor the show. Um, and one of the things we're going to be adding to the sponsorship opportunities is the Elul Chauffeur Blowing. So you'll have an opportunity to do that, and I hope every day we have a sponsor, frankly. I hope every day we have a sponsor. is a good time to, to uh, memorialize people and to, um, and to make sure that their memory lives on, and I hope people will take advantage of that. And that will support us here at the JM&AM and the Nahum Segal Network at the same time. Monday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, Ashley Blaker. Who know, I mean, this is his time of year. I mean, I guess Adar would really be his time of year. But, you know, Nachamu week, lots going on in the Jewish world, lots of interesting and funny things happening. We'll speak with him from the U.K. coming up at JM and the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Levy Folkowitz with that uh, selection entitled Cold O.D. Monday morning broadcast, J.M. and the A.M., 7.30 in the morning. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebin of Yosef Levy and Zechonishmas Esther Basar of Yosef Levy. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Pasuk, Nach besadrachenu v'nach kara. Let us examine our ways, v'nashuva ad Hashem, and return to Hashem. Even when a person begins to examine their ways, it is already the beginning of returning to Hashem. When a person does tshuva, it causes a new essence. It causes the world to change. In the Talmud and Brachos, we learned that Rabbi Huna had 400 barrels of wine. They fermented. It was a great loss. The Chachamim came to him, and they said to him, examine your deeds. He said, Am I suspect in your eyes? You think I did something wrong? They said to him, And then, is Hashem suspect in your eyes that you were caused damage without proper reason? So Rav Huna said to them, Did you hear something about me? If you did, then tell me. They told him that they had heard he doesn't give a share of his vines to his sharecropper. Rav Huna said, Does the sharecropper leave over anything for me from all the produce that he grows on my property. He steals it all. So when I deny him his share of the vines, I am merely taking that which he stole from me. They said to him, that's the meaning of what people say. One who steals from a thief has the taste of Geneva, the taste of theft. Although he did not violate a prohibition, it was not proper for someone of his great stature to conduct himself this way. And so right away he was macabre. He accepted upon himself to give the sharecropper his share in the future. Immediately, the loss was restored. Some say that his vinegar turned back into wine. And some say that the price of vinegar rose to the amount that wine was being sold to. It was a nace. Was it a nes nister, a hidden miracle, or a nes goloi, or a revealed miracle? The opinion that says that the vinegar became wine again, of course, that's an open miracle. However, the second opinion, that the price of vinegar rose to the price of wine, that would be a miracle that was hidden. Rabbi Yitzhak Eichenstein said, we can understand that this is also a miracle. But what would people say? What would they say in the newspapers? They would say it was inflation. There was a shortage of vinegar. It was a very hot summer and affected the price of vinegar. All types of reasons would be given. But the true reason is that a Jew did tshuva. One person that does tshuva, one person that repents, affects the entire world. When somebody does tshuva, there is an integral change in the individual themselves. A person could attribute it to many reasons, but the true reason was that there was somebody who returned to Hashem with great love. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
younger Mach Abracha Monday morning hope your Nachamu weekend was amazing hope you did some uh, grilling of some delicious A&H hot dogs and that you enjoyed your Shabbos Nachamu in general by the way yes the girls did win Zimriya Pekent Misora I got confirmation from a girl of course uh, <laughs> the boys were ignoring the results of last night's competition Ashley Blaker is with us live via telephone, I believe all the way from the UK, if I'm not mistaken. He's the internationally acclaimed stand-up comedian, star of a couple of amazing off-Broadway shows. We had the pleasure of being front row for one of his Broadway shows just before COVID. Great performance. He's got a brand new series on BBC Radio 4. It's called Ashley Blaker. I don't know if it's 6.5 children or in the vernacular they say six and a half children, but we're going to find out. Ashley Blaker, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. 
Oh, wonderful to be here. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to be here, actually, because you know what? I've come down to the studio several times, as you know. Sure. Uh, and it's like 7.30, and I'm living on the Upper East Side, and I have to get up really early to come down. And this is brilliant. I get to speak to you. It's half past 12 in the afternoon. I haven't had to get up early. This is fabulous. We must do this more often. <laughs> what's, what's happening in your part of the world? Are the kosher restaurants open? Are people around and about? Or are people completely isolated the way they were for months in the UK? No, kosher restaurants are... I love that. That's... What a Jew we what Jews we are. The first we don't want to know of people dying, of people in hospital. A kosher restaurant's open. Obviously. What are we gonna eat? What's, that's what we want to know. What's more important that's than the pizza shops? <laughs> exactly. The kosher restaurants have reopened, the sushi is being made. The only <laughs> trouble is, I'm I'm worried about the kosher restaurants because post COVID, they said like they're phasing out cash. They don't want people using cash, they want people to use credit cards. Right. Now, that is a major dilemma for kosher restaurants, being told you can't take cash. That's like, do we want to reopen? Do we not want to reopen? Some of the restaurants were founded on the principle that it'll operate only with cash. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, there's like, well, they, they've got credit card machines that have never worked. So, yes, there you go. Life uh, is slowly returning. I'm hoping to... International travel, not quite yet. So I'm I'm on the phone and not in person. But uh, yeah. at some point, we'll do that as well. I wonder the next time you'll be in the United States. I'll tell you, this thing is dragging I, on. I hope after. This, yeah, I this, hope maybe after Sukkot. This, we'll this thing is dragging on a little too uh, a little too long for most of us. It's just enough already, especially for those of us. And I I I'm, I got to be careful the way I say this because I was just in Israel a couple of times. But still, even I. Uh, you know, would like to see open skies and regular travel to the Holy Land, and all that, of course, is a great concern. I, I can, I said to uh, my listeners earlier in the show that, I mean, obviously, the month of Adar is the one where we, you know, really step up the comedic angle of Jewish life. But I, I think there, I think this time of year is also sort of made for you as well, for uh, you brilliant comedians. Am I right that Shabbos Nachamu has a certain comical vibe to it? Uh, every Shabbos has a comical vibe for me. Uh, but why Why particularly Shabbos Nachamu? Why? I don't like, know. I always feel... Sad, so now we're allowed to be happy? Or what? I, I always feel coming out of the nine days and people let loose with normally without COVID with big concerts and events and uh, and people start going on vacation for a week or two before the month of El. I don't know. I just seem it's a little... I, it, to me, it seems a little bit more of a lighthearted part of the calendar. Let's put it that way. Oh no, that's that's for sure. Definitely lighthearted. I mean, I did. I used to do some of those. Um, you know, like everyone. I'm sure they still are this year. But uh, the, going up to like the colonies and sure. up in the yeah. um, like upstate. So I've done those and Shabbos yeah. Nachamu. And you've done you've done the bungalows. You're 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 an official uh, you're an official international artist since you've done the bungalow colonies. Ashley Blaker's with us. All right, before we talk about your series. Uh, which, of course, we'll get to. I need your comment about a couple of things. First of all, growing up on that side of the world, were you aware of the impact that Jackie Mason made on the world of comedy in the United States? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How Jewish is this? My uncle was his accountant. Oh, my gosh. Very Jewish. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we, we loved Jackie Mason. You know, he did the Royal Variety. And, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's such a, an icon. Um it's and, uh, it, it, yes, it's, it's funny be loss. because your format, which often, of course, you know, discusses the 
interesting things about our community, sometimes juxtaposed with the interesting things in other communities. That that was really not not that I'm suggesting that one borrowed from the other, but I'm saying you could appreciate his style uh, tremendously because a lot of his act was comparing cultures and societies and where the whole Jewish angle fits in. Uh, yeah, I suppose his thing. Look, his thing. He he, he look. He was first there to, to to the first person probably to really talk, certainly in front of a mainstream audience right. to talk about the difference between Jews and Gentiles right. and Judas. I actually, I was talking to someone recently, though, funnily enough, uh, about two, three weeks ago, I was saying that one of his most famous routines that I always think of when people say about Jack Mitchell, he says, a Jew, a Gentile likes to drink, a right. Jew likes to eat. Right. That, was, that's it. that always seems to be basically the entire, the entire, uh, if you had to kind of boil his act down to one right. sentence, it's a Jew eats a Gentile drink. Correct. But you know what? I think, but I think we can we can outdrink the the non-Jews as well. What there is no other culture in the world, right, that would have a kiddish, which is basically drinking in the morning on an empty <laughs> stomach. And not only that, we actually want some people. It's it's like I can't wait till eleven o'clock. I'm having to go to a Hatara club. So I can drink even earlier. Yeah, with the Kiddish so, Club, right? I don't know. I think Jackie Jackie Mason hadn't thought of that. We, are, I think we can we can drink as well if we like food more. He may have completely re- misrepresented us. Unbelievable. Ashley Blaker is with us live via telephone uh, from the UK. What do you make of this whole Ben and Jerry's thing? I mean, I don't even know if they're talking about it in your country. Yeah, the people were talking about it. I saw quite a lot of people. I saw a lot of people. Uh, tweeting and posting on Facebook. They weren't going to eat Ben and Jerry's anymore. And I was thinking, wow, they ate Hull of Stan. Wow, they've gone down in my estimation. <laughs> so, um, so that's what I think of it. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at that thinking, wow, I'm, I'm making a list here. Yeah, you never realized that you had friends in that category, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, wow, I thought you were, I thought you were from you. Now you're telling me you were having Ben and Jerry's? What was going on? What else was going on? You're telling me you, you're going to be telling me next year your meat wasn't Cadassia. Uh, What's going on? Uh, we thought you were a real Jew. What's going on is right. All right. Um, so, of course, because uh, Ashley Blaker cannot possibly be in a situation that he does not develop some type of comedy routine about, um, it, it seems that your latest series picked up by the BBC, and I don't know how it works in in in, in uh, the UK, but I'm assuming that uh, uh, you know uh, radio series are common. I don't know. You could tell us how that works, just in terms of the logistics. Um, but you you developed for them a special uh, a special uh, series entitled Ashley Blaker Six Point Five Children. Tell us about this. So, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, so firstly, I should preface this by saying it's a really interesting cultural difference. I, I was talking to, doing an interview with an American thing the other day, and I was saying that in America, there's no history of, like, radio to TV and right. the relationship in terms of comedy. Right. In the UK, like, half of our greatest TV shows started on radio. That's, like, the route you take. It's like... You know, it's a weird thing to kind of convey, like you imagine Seinfeld or Friends or Cheers or whatever started on radio and then they moved over. Right. Remember, in American history, it was identical to the way you just described it. It just ended here really, really early compared to what you're going through over there. Right. Uh, Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, So when I used to perform for... 
first started performing for non-Jewish audiences and talking about my life and, and Judaism and different stuff, I would mention, like in passing, just like a brief mention, oh, I had six children. And whereas with performing for Jews and particularly performing for from Jews, no one would bat an eyelid. In fact, people would say, oh, only six. Uh, performing for non-Jews, people would go, what? like, what? Sick? Did I hear that right? Six children. And it struck me that that was just an interesting thing to talk about. So I wanted to do a show about my family life, about having parenting more in children than probably you're meant to have set up in the world. The world isn't really set up for larger families. Right. Uh, but then as I wrote it, as I started writing it, what I found actually even more interesting was the fact that we, uh, for example, we have three children with special needs. We have two children who are autistic. We have an adopted child with Down syndrome. I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about adoption itself just as a process and, and what it's like bringing an extra child to your family who wasn't uh, your biologically yours. And then I also wanted to talk a lot about, and there's an entire episode devoted to parenting during coronavirus because obviously the children are at home. We were homeschooling, all of that kind of fun so more than enough to fill a whole series. And it's, it's been, it's, we're three episodes in already. They're all online, available all over the world. So uh, no, um, you don't have to right. be only in the UK. Uh, they're all on the BBC, and they were the number one stand-up show on the BBC Sounds website. And yeah, they, they've been really well received, but I'd love people to hear them and let me know what they think. You've just described to us, and, and I, I don't know, you know, I don't want to make too big of a deal because I don't know if you make too big of a deal of it, but you just described to this audience, um, you know, a, a lot of very, um, how do I put this, different or serious family situations. Like, you, you have a lot of stuff going on. Let's put it that way. Would that be accurate? Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, one of the things I'm really pleased with this show, and, and oh, well, certainly I, I'm pleased when people tell me uh, I've achieved it, certainly something I was aiming for, was to deal with serious issues, yeah. adoption, raising special needs children, yeah. things like that, uh, but with, a, with, with comedy, and, and I hope they're just as funny as anything else I've done, if not funnier, uh, but still talk about serious stuff. So I really hope people enjoy them. Uh, and get a, get something out of them. And it actually has been really gratifying. Uh, the episodes that went out last week, it's called The Special Ones, and it's about raising... It's, it's basically, I go through the five things that parents with special needs children would like you to know about us and our children. And I've had so many messages from people saying that they could really relate to this, that this was their experience, that they felt... I was very nervous that people would yeah. say, oh, no, that's not my experience at all. But, because, uh, you know, you can't be a spokesman for everyone you can't you can only talk about your own experiences but i've been really grateful that and pleased that people have told me this was their experiences as well wow and i do want to remind everybody that at times when it's not covid you spend months at a time outside of the uk so you must be married to an angel when you listen to this show you'll know why <laughs> uh oh yeah listen it's, to the show and then you'll know why you go, oh, oh I, I, I actually i actually i actually I actually heard like half of the first episode. I think what you're alluding to is that it's better for your family if you're out of town, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's better for all of us. <laughs> it's better for family. Yeah, uh, so no, I mean, look, the life of a touring comedian as well is exactly, it's, it's, not, it's not easy. But yes, it's been a, a, a slight change the last yay many months, 16, yeah. 17 months. Because yes, you're right. I remember, obviously, I was doing 
the show at the Soho Playhouse, sure. uh, which closed just before right. just before it all kicked off. Right. And uh, I could see that what was happening, and, and I came back, and my lease was up anyway. It was a good time to come back. And, uh, yeah, it, and I've barely moved since. Yeah, God said I'm going to send the pandemic, but not till Ashley's show is over. I'm not going to interrupt that run. I mean, come exactly. on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Ashley Blaker is with us, everybody. You can go to his website, ashleyblaker.com, ashleyblaker.com, and all the information about all of his stuff is up there, including the brand new series, which is now on BBC Radio 4. It's called Ashley Blaker 6.5 Children. You could also uh, sign up for his email updates uh, right there on the homepage at ashleyblaker.com. I- I'm sure I brought this up with you on prior occasions, likely when you were in our studio. You know, we have a certain impression. I think the community in general, especially the Israel loving community, has a certain impression of BBC. Um, I think you've basically have tried, uh, and I think successfully to debunk the myth that they, you know, they don't want to be associated with anything, anything Jewish. I mean, just your story itself, uh, tells us that that's, you know, uh, that's likely the case that they have, you know, no interest in censoring or not having to deal with, uh, Jewish topics yet to us because of the reputation that the BBC has in terms of its coverage of Israel to us, to many of us, it's a surprise uh, they pick up a show like yours, which concentrates on life as an Orthodox Jew. How would you respond? Well, well, firstly, that's that's BBC News. So you're talking about specifically news there. That's right. a, a, a you know a, a news based um, story you're talking about, and and it is the, the belief of some that BBC News doesn't cover Israel that favorably. Right. I should tell you, and it's like all these things that. The, um, num- I'm, I'm absolutely sure, and while many people will listen to this and say that is get the same number of places. Ashley, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, we're, lo- we're losing you. We're losing you. Where are you? Hello. Oh, I can't believe I think we lost him. Oh, Ashley. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, I hope he'll call back. I hope, I hope, I hope. Yeah, I understand that. BBC News is obviously, you know, a different entity than the BBC. But I think that uh, those of you who remember the conversations with Ashley Blaker was, he was in, when he was in studio, uh, I think you um, also were a bit surprised to find out just how welcoming his fellow writers were, just how welcoming the um, uh, the people who made decisions about the shows that would air, etc., how they were. Ashley, go ahead. Yes. Uh, you know what? They got so annoyed with my answer to BBC, they just pulled the plug. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, as I say, firstly, you're talking about BBC News right. there anyway. So right. uh, that, that is a, you know, it's a very specific news-based thing. But I think I said this last time. It's like all these things. You would probably find the exact same number of com- people, people complaining, saying that they are too pro-Israel and anti-Palestinian. Right. These things are so often held, you know, the, the eye of the boulder takes things in a certain way. It, 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 it is amazing how many times you see that. But when you it comes the same number of complaints but, on both but, sides. But when it comes to BBC Entertainment, you have such a great relationship with the writers and the people who are picking up your show. Obviously, you know, want to encourage people to listen to you know a show about Orthodox. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm saying hundred percent. So. This isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and look, I, I should say this. What I one thing I'm really pleased with this show as well is that there's Judaism throughout it, and it's mentioned. Uh, and my rabbi, like, is a character, and there's you know there's different. Um, allusions to Judaism throughout. 
Apart, the first episode has a, a little bit of discussion about Jewish life, just insofar as having lots of children. But thereafter, it really is barely mentioned, just like in passing. And I don't think there's enough of that. I think that some things I really think you don't see enough is, is like Orthodox Jews just doing something and they just happen to be Orthodox Jews. Right. You know, normally it's like there has to be a program about Judaism. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drama about uh, someone who's Jewish or someone who's Orthodox or something who used to be Orthodox. Why not just do a thing and it just happens to be the case, you know? Yeah, well, like you don't have to have to be that thing. So that's something that I'm really pleased with this show. It's just here is a Jewish person just doing a comedy show. It, the fact it can just it can exist. Well, yeah. without asking you your impressions of that new Netflix series, it sounds like I've gotten your impressions of that new Netflix series. No, I, ha- look, I haven't watched it yet, and I, I, uh, uh, but I mean that that but that's what I mean. It's yeah. like. And that's fine. I, I don't I mean, look. It, it's just about one person. It's about one person or one family. I don't. It's it's doesn't particularly. I don't get too excited about these things. And a lot of people get very uh, upset about these kind of things, and they particularly bother me. But I, what I don't feel that you see enough of right. is just here is a very obviously Jewish person or a very obviously from person just doing their thing. Uh, which isn't they're on TV or they're on, you know, and it's not actually talking about Judaism. You right. don't see that. In fact, I was, I, the times that I've been on TV, not talking about that, talking about something else. People have said to me, they've never seen that. You just don't see that. If you see someone who looks from on TV, they're either talking about anti-Semitism or they're talking about, they're explaining Judaism. Right. Uh, what happened? Why couldn't England hit more free kicks and beat Italy? Um, yeah, they, but I, this is a, again a very difficult one to explain to someone who can't from outside of England. We have such tribal when it comes to soccer in the UK. We have such tribal uh, affect, affiliations. So that for me, I don't follow England. I don't care about England. They're not you know. So a lot of Americans said, "Oh, I'm so sorry, your team lost." They're not my team because I support Liverpool, and and if. Any player who doesn't play for my team, I, I can't support a team with them in it. It's, I'm trying it's, to. It's, I'm trying to think of a it's comparison. Very hard to explain. I'm a Yankee fan. No, I'm a Yankee fan. But, I'm a Yankee fan, but I would root right. for the USA in the baseball Olympics. Right, I know because it's because because exactly because they don't have that tribal culture wow. of, of uh, we are just so like it is just. In our blood, to, yeah, I, I, I just, it's very, very hard to explain outside because Americans, yeah, you don't really have international sports so much. I, mean, I know they have, right. the, you, you might have the Olympics when they'll have like the basketball players come right. together. So it's not quite the same. Yeah. And, yeah. By, and, so, by, and how's the old basketball team going? You were getting very excited about the, uh, I remember the, was it the YU team were doing very well the last time I was, I guess they, since, the pandemic, they've had to stop. Is that right? It's so funny you mentioned that because um, if you visited us, which I believe you did in January of 2020, they were on an incredible winning streak, which is still going on because they have not lost. Uh, well, obviously they haven't lost since then because they haven't played since then, but uh, uh, they were advancing in the playoffs. It looked like they were heading to the what we call the Sweet 16 in Division Three, 
And then, of course, the uh, plug got pulled on everything. But it's it's fascinating to remember. That's my tribal uh, following, the Yeshiva University uh, Maccabees. <laughs> right, exactly. So there you go. I remember that. These are the things I remember. I remember that and food. I, do you remember the food you told me to get in Bar Park? Yeah, but it wasn't Bar Park. I told you to get Grill on Lee, didn't I? Wasn't no. it? Well, oh, well, didn't I what tell, was it? Didn't I tell you to go to Grill on Lee in Williamsburg? Wasn't that the place? Oh, um, maybe I yeah. on, uh, I I was on Thirteenth Avenue. I have a new place. For, um, I have a I have a new Lossies. place. Lossies. Oh, on, uh, yes, Lossies. Lossies on New Utrecht. Yes, went to Lossies. Yes, the new New Utrecht in Thirteenth Avenue. Yes. The, oh the my there. gosh, is that good food? Oh, is that good food? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you're taking my yeah. recommendations. I have a new one for you. Next time you're in Queens, you have to go into Mechie's. At Aaron's Casino Farms, you'll have the perfect potato kugel, but I'll save that for next the next discussion, please, God. <laughs> I've completely forgotten. What was the name? What was the name of that dish that I bought there? What was it? I've actually forgotten already. You mean Yapchik? Oh, the Yapchik. That was it. Yapchik. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've never seen that here. I just, I don't know. I mean, you must be able to get it in Stamford Hill or whatever. But yeah, the Yapchik. And I, I, so I, I just, you didn't tell me to go to Lozzie's. You told me to get the Yapchik. And I happened to be on 13th Avenue. Right. And I wandered into Lozzie's. And I bought this fabulous yapchik. It was absolutely wonderful. You're telling me if you go to Golders Green, there's no yapchik? I never, uh, I don't know. I've never heard of yapchik. Wow. You, you, you were the one who told me. I got to, I got to postpone my Today, trip. I, I got to postpone my trip to the UK now. <laughs> no, you need to bring the yapchik with oh, you. You need to bring it forward. Actually, it's, it's <laughs> Just a good bring idea. Two suitcases full of yapchik. <laughs> no. Like a pied piper walking down the Golden Screen Road. Everyone following you. What's that smell? <laughs> the piping hot piper, maybe more like it. Uh, the one and only Ashley Blaker. Check out his new series, 6.5 Children. And look forward to hopefully, hopefully, October, November, December, hopefully in 2021, he'll be here live and in person, not just with us but touring in the United States. Go to ashleyblaker.com, ashleyblaker.com. Ashley, I'm going to take this opportunity and wish you a Shana Tova. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, absolutely, and to you. Have a, a good Gebenkstil, and uh, I look forward to seeing you and Miriam and everyone else and Avrami back in person at some point soon. Please, God, we're looking forward to it, believe you me. More coming up at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Thanks so much for joining us. We're in hour number three of our JM in the AM presentation for a, a Monday morning as we're heading back to work. And I thank all of you for tuning in, of course. Much appreciated. Uh, if you're looking for a job, resume at NahumSingle.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Anything in the Jewish not-for-profit professional realm goes to our friends at the Joel Paul Group. Otherwise, we try our best to set you up with a position. More coming up. You're listening to Project X to open up hour number three on a Monday morning at JM in the AM.
Jeder hat für die Oma. Ich schieße mit der Füße und für die Oma. Ich kann raus mit der Kuhwe und für die Oma. Und leine ich bin alkoholisch und weil du meinst. Oh, you mind. Ich schieße mit der Füße und für die Oma. Ich fahre raus mit der Kuhwe und für die Oma. Ich 
Oh, 
J.M. in the A.M. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Shmuley Unger, who was great last night at the um, at the Steyer uh, Slut Boy wedding. Uh, M.S. Malkenu and Su'u. I think he actually did both of those uh, before all the uh, wedding music started. Uh, Ari Hill, Ellie Marcus, together with Project X uh, before that here at J.M. the A.M. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Yes, happy birthday to Benjamin Siegel. Thank you, listener Judy Landy. Um, M. Dauber says, great grilled challah. Thanks, MLW. Interesting. Yeah, Miriam's most recent uh, breaking bread oven video, which you can find on Instagram, was about grilled challah. I mean, like really grilled, like on a, on a barbecue grill. Uh, listener Morris says, Aton Katz is always amazing, but last night he was truly amazing in Deal, New Jersey. Thank you, Aton. Aton's back here in the U.S. now. Wow. Pretty amazing. He was on my flight to Israel on Tisha B'Av. Now he's back here in the U.S. of A. How do you like that? Um, yeah, probably wasn't back as quickly as I was, but he's back. <laughs> Monday morning, JM in the AM. 75 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 92. 90s tomorrow as well. Then the temperature will get a little bit more bearable. Uh, I thank you for joining us. If you don't receive our daily thread, just email Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Make sure to email Avrami. He'll make sure you receive the the, um, daily thread that comes out. I mean, on Mondays, it's more like a weekly newsletter, but uh, you'll see what I mean when you get the daily thread. It's pretty impressive and keeps you up to date on everything happening right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Monday morning, plenty more coming up. Here's Mordechai Shapiro.
J.M. and the A.M. It's Mordechai Shapiro. Well, last week we told you that Cross River Bank has a special event going on this afternoon, actually. It's called Our History, Your Future. Cross River is encouraging people and companies to invest in Israel with Cross River. And today this private cocktail reception is going to allow brokers, lenders, and investment professionals to, to network and connect. Uh, it starts at 4 p.m. this afternoon in Long Island City. Um, even though it's a you know private reception, I still felt, and I think that everybody out there would agree, and certainly the people at Cross River agree, uh, that an event like this needs some publicity. People need to know that there are efforts being made to encourage people and companies to invest in Israel and to really uh, explore what Israel has to offer. Phil Goldfeder, our wonderful friend, is Senior Vice President at Cross River and is with us live via telephone. Phil, welcome back to JM in the AM. Oh, it's amazing to be back. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. And what an interesting period of time to discussing, encouraging people to invest in Israel when there are certain companies out there, as you know, who are specifically encouraging people not to invest in Israel. Isn't it amazing that your event today is uh, taking place during this atmosphere? It's absolutely perfect. We couldn't have planned it any better. And I think <laughs> I think particularly, you know, I think Cross River has always understood the need to invest in Israel. I mean, we've developed and, and built out a full technology development office in Israel that helps power what we do here at Cross River. We recognize, especially through COVID, and Nachum, you went through this yourself, where yeah. traveling to Israel, getting to Israel is not always as certain, I think, as most of us have been taking it. And from Cross River's perspective, post-pandemic, we realize we should provide the opportunities and the resources and whatever it may take to help people invest in Israel, whether it's real estate, whether it's investing, whatever it is to, to, to either get there and, and be more part of, uh, of the land yourself or just find ways to help others. So it's just this is really a great opportunity. And, and we're not we're not full yet. And I encourage folks, if, if you're interested to attend CrossRiverIsrael.com to sign up today, four to seven. It's really going to be a great opportunity to meet bankers and brokers and even designers uh we've really put together a trusted group of cross river friends to help facilitate any and all types types of investment in israel all right i didn't even realize that when it said private i took that uh, literally but listeners and those in the business world that want to explore this and be in long island city today at 4 p.m to meet with and to network with the group that you just described they literally can sign up and be part of it today Oh, absolutely. I mean, Cross River is already your trusted friend for so many opportunities. This is another opportunity to not just uh, meet some real professionals, but network with other people who have similar interests and finding ways to invest in Israel. So there are going to be amazing opportunities. We have real estate developers that have uh, given sole opportunity and and, uh, exclusivity to to those who are going to be attending today's event. So we're really excited. Look, it's part of our mission at Cross River to help folks connect with with Eric Israel, to help folks uh, connect with Yerushalayim, and help people settle in the land. Yeah. And the website you gave was CrossRiverIsrael.com. Israel.com. Uh, Phil Goldfeder is with us, Senior Vice President at Cross River. How, how, does a bank, how does a bank get to this point? I mean, I would assume that when a bank is founded, uh, they have to approve their... Uh, uh, their responsibility for a certain amount of capital. They have to get customers. They have to start uh, dealing with businesses. Loans obviously become a very big part of the banking um, uh, model. 
Uh, then, of course, you guys became very, very well-known nationwide for everything you did to help facilitate uh, paycheck protection programs for so many large and small companies out there. And now you've got this international element. I never even realized that you have official offices and a setup in Israel. How, wh- when does that stage become something that a bank can undertake and can expand to? I mean, look, we're we're very lucky. I mean, we've obviously we you know sort of a lot of Siata Dishmaya, our, our CEO uh, Yaakov Gage, who fully believes in the mission that when you do good, the bank and and you'll you know your company will do well. And we've always leaned into attack whatever problem, whatever challenge that we possibly could, and 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 sort of God will shine down and and, and make us successful. And we have been blessed that we're we're thankfully successful. And now our goal is to find more ways to spread that, to provide opportunities for, for other people to, to engage, whether it's, it's what we do in the bank. We recently opened up a brand-new branch uh, in Brooklyn. Um, and now with today's event, which is hopefully the first of many events that we are going to do, I mean, this is a, a really unique opportunity um, to meet with uh, trusted professionals who can help you and facilitate any and all your needs. And Cross River, again, this is not about – you know, just about our business model. It's about our mission to help people in, in anything and everything they may want to accomplish. If this fits into your uh, itinerary, folks, and it fits into your uh, broader uh, portfolio, let's put it that way, Cross River's Our History, Your Future event is today. Invest in Israel with Cross River. It's a private cocktail reception beginning at 4 p.m. in Long Island City. Go to CrossRiverIsrael.com to register. CrossRiverIsrael.com. You will, in fact, be connecting with and networking with brokers, lenders, and investment professionals uh, specifically uh, who have their eye and their ear um, in Israel. Um, Is there a specific industry? You know, we talk about Israel. It's always about, you know, startups and high tech. Uh, is that the direction that one must go in when thinking about Israel, or there's really a lot of other opportunities as well, Phil? Oh, there's so many opportunities. I mean, whether this is for a business need and, and understanding what Cross River has done to develop our offices, but but tonight specifically, it's, it's, it also could simply be about real estate, right? Do you want to purchase wow. a home? Do you want to purchase an apartment? Do you want to meet with brokers? Do you want to understand how to how to utilize your investment that you already have and, and figure out ways to, to increase that investment? I mean, there's there's just so many opportunities. Uh, you know, Cross River, long time ago, recognized that by investing in in, in Israel, but specifically in Yerushalayim to develop the talent, it's really helped us grow. And, and tonight, we're we're trying to provide additional opportunities for people to invest, to meet with truck, trusted brokers, advisors, see like I said, exclusive listings and properties in Tel in Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim. And so. There's just so many opportunities, and, and if nothing else, it's just a, it's going to be a great evening to meet with great friends and, and network and, and see other people who have who share similar interests. Where's the new branch in Brooklyn, by the way? The new branch is on Coney Island Avenue. I should have the address on the top of my head. I don't. I'm going to get in very big trouble. Is it like it's the ha- Coney Island, like the heart of Midwood? It's in the heart of Midwood. Yeah, wow. absolutely. It's on Coney Island Avenue. I want to. Oh, gosh, I'm going to get in trouble now. Um, Nahum, I'm going to text the address. Make sure you, you tell everybody where I do branches. Yeah, but believe you me, if it's the heart of Coney Island Avenue, everyone listening in that area knows exactly where it is already. That I can promise you. Cross River has their big event later today at 4 p.m. Go to CrossRiverIsrael.com, CrossRiverIsrael.com. If you want to speak to someone and interact with a specific person about the event to see if it's for you, you could RSVP and get information by emailing J Taylor. That's initial J T-A-Y-L-O-R at crossriver.com. It's J, initial J, 
Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at CrossRiver.com for information about what's happening later today. Uh, Phil, our best regards to everybody at Cross River, and good luck with today's event. Thank you so much. And, again, thank you for everything that you do to help. Uh, also, again, you said this is a troubling time, right? And so it's important that we all shine a light and show people the value of, of what investment and what Israel is all about. Yeah, no question about it. Precarious times, that's how I would put it, and uh, we have to do what we can to make sure that things are as stable and as uh, growing as possible. Phil Goldfeder, he's the Senior Vice President at Cross River. Uh, no, no, I mean, full disclosure, as you know, everybody, great supporters of ours, always encouraging us in more ways than one, not just financially, and we appreciate that. And today's event, Bezrat Hashem, will be a great success for them and for all who attend. More coming up. It's a Monday morning broadcast, and you're listening to JM in the AM.
She gladly gave her life and love for all her little ones. Could you spare but a moment from your own life and your fun? Go see your mother. You were only given one. Go see your mother. And you know that you will never have another. Go see your mother. Go see your mom. Go see your mother. It only takes a little time to see your mother. It only takes a little hug to make your good old mom a smiling mom, a happy mom. Go see your mother. You were only given one. Go see your mother, and you know that you will never have another. Go see your mother. J.M. in the A.M. Go see your mother from the Yes Legacy album. Gershon Verobo, Yerachmiel Ziegler. Oh, yes. Remember that one? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Joey Newcomb, it's never too late. And Kila Alam Chazdo, Monday morning. J.M. in the A.M. Wrapping things up in a moment with uh, Shlomi Gertner. And I thank you all for tuning in. Um... Plenty happening today, including a Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon. They've got a show on at 10 o'clock this morning after further review. They'll be talking about the world of sports. That'll be happening coming up at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Thanks to those who are commenting on the app. Listener Tikva, shalom to you. Shalom to Hadassah Munah. Listener Chaya says her Canadian granddaughter uh, is enjoying breakfast with her in New Jersey. JMNAM is the soundtrack. Nice. Way it should be. <laughs> I'll wrap things up with Slimy Gertner, JM in the AM.
our brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Friend and listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSNF. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JMM. My thanks to Ashley Blaker. My thanks to Phil Goldfeder. And thanks all of you for tuning in. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, make sure to contact Avrami, AF, at NahumSiegel.com. AF, as in Frank, at NahumSiegel.com. And I thank you for that. Uh, today at 10, Yoni Pollock, Seth Gordon with After Further Review, The World of Sports. That's 10 a.m. Eastern Time right here on NSN. Have a wonderful Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Single reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.